0: Welcome and thanks for joining us for this week's encouraging and faith-building message from C3 Topol. For more information about C3 Topol, visit our website, c3churchtopol.org.nz. Now for this week's message. So good to see you all this morning. Got a little bit of time to preach. God is so good. I thank you, God, for what you've done in our lives, what you're doing in our lives all the time, that you're the God who does not sleep nor slumber, that you are always at work in our lives. And even when we fall asleep, you do not. You are never asleep at the wheel of our lives, and you've never just simply put it on cruise control either. You're always attentive. You're always at work, you're always alert, you're always watching over us, and I thank you that we can trust in you, Lord God, even when we don't fully understand, we can still trust that you know what you're doing and you're not making mistakes. With our lives, so uh, we are in our series at the moment. Body unite, and we are we're taking a, a slight tack shift as we look into uh, spiritual giftings and the giftings that God has given each and every one of us in His divine wisdom, that we may build up one another, and that we may build up His church, His body here on earth, and that God has given us gifts in our lives and he has also given us as gifts to one another. That that you are a gift to the person you are sitting next to in church. You are a gift to the row of people that you are in, and you are a gift to this uh, body, this this part of Christ's body, C three Church Topal. You are a gift to this body, and God is, has spread His gifts abroad, and He has given to us in His divine wisdom gifts, personalities, even um, you know. Uh, um, Uh, yeah, personality types that, and it makes this this wonderful mashup of humanity that is the mystery of God's church, that we all work together. Like I was just visiting my, my sisters and she's like, oh, there's a puzzle on the table. We did it like all of last holidays. It took us over three weeks. I'm like, I'm sorry if you're a puzzle person in the room, but I'm like, you have nothing else to do. But, but she, it's like every, <laughs> and she's like, it was a, it must have been a thousand piece one. And she's, she's so crazy. She's like, I brought it secondhand from the op shop. And I was like, and you committed to do it. You didn't know if all the pieces, did you count the pieces first? She's like, no. I said, how did you know you weren't going to get to the end and have two pieces missing? She's like, well, we didn't. They were all there. I'm like, wow. Like, talk about out on a limb. But every piece comes together and it makes this. And if a piece was missing, you'd look at the puzzle and you're like, it's not, it's not. Complete, and we complete one another. We you, we fit one another, and like some people, like me, we're cut in unusual shapes, and others of you organized type, you're cut with nice straight edges. Like you're a corner piece, like a like if Jesus Jesus is the corner piece, He's like I'm the cornerstone of the puzzle, on that bottom right hand side piece that the whole puzzle. But we're all and we're all these obscure shapes, but we all mesh together. Like I'm a I'm a heavy diesel mechanic, and I've and I've rebuilt these great big transmissions and engines. Like so many pieces in there. It's it's ridiculous. But when they're all in there in their right place, their function is incredible. They're all meshed together. They're all working together, obscure shapes, obscure places. To the untrained eye, it just looks like everything was just humped in a big. A big case and it, and it works. no no, no, it was engineered with intention and design that all those parts would work together for the greater good of of this this piece of equipment. And as the church and as you know believers, we're all individually cut, but all in our cut, we're designed to mesh together. And you, you may be the, the bottom corner piece. You may never mesh directly with the opposite corner piece. You maybe feel like to some some people in the body or in the church you have no commonality, but you can trace it through the puzzle. You can trace it through through the piece by piece that we are all connected to one another, although we may not spend holidays together or do dinners together. We are all connected through Christ Jesus into this great family that is the body of Christ. So we cannot neglect or overlook or despise our place or along well if i was just on the edge then or if i was just no no you need to love the skin that you're in and the gifting you've got so we look and but there's as god he he's spread his, his gifts abroad and he's given us all these unique things to complement the body and to to build it up like like none of the gifts were wrecking gifts they were all building gifts to all build, not to destroy, not to wreck. Like division isn't a gift, gossip's not a gift, dissension's not a gift, prophecy's a gift, encouragement's a gift, mercy's a gift. See, all the gifts of God are building gifts. They build things together to make them better. They amplify that what is there. They bring out the beauty of what is already there. Now, gifts work together to build one another up for the for the glory of Jesus Christ. But we can kind of we like in the, the, the modern world that we live in or maybe it's always been like this we accept that that we got like I said I was a, I'm a mechanic I did you know trade school for four years and module by module book by book I slowly built this, this gift or this passion that was in my life, I'd always wanted to work with heavy equipment. And so I built this gift, layer upon layer, module upon module, book upon book, year upon year, to build together my experience and my knowledge of heavy equipment. We go to school and we, we maybe do a trade or get, you know, tertiary education. or we, we st- When we accept that to, to achieve something, we've got to work at it. I think sometimes in spirituality, we think, well, if God said it, God will do it. And I just need to wait for God to do through my life what He said He would do through my life. But our life is a partnership with that which God has spoken and revealed to us that we may bring it and work at it and develop it and increase it, not just sit on it and maybe maintain it or think, well, one day God will. No, no, God has, and now it's our turn. Like God said, He created in six days. The entire earth, and now he rested. Jesus came to earth, lived, died, rose again, defeated the devil, and you know, and now he is seated at the he is seated at the right hand of his father. His work is finished. Like we, it's our turn to work the gifting that God has put in us for the advancement of His kingdom and the glorification of Jesus Christ. And I think that's what Paul was saying to Timothy, in um, two Timothy. Uh, 1 verse 6, he says, For this reason I'll remind you to fan into flame the gift of God which is in you through the laying on of my hands. He said, like Timothy was the, the guy after Paul. He was Paul's disciple. And he was taking on big responsibilities, big ministry roles, managing the, the growing and the emerging church. And Paul is writing on to him, he says, What you have does not need maintenance, It needs increase. Your gift doesn't, he didn't say to Timothy, just maintain the, the gift, but he said, fan it into flame, that spark that's in you. That desire that's in you, that motivation that's in you, when you see a social injustice and something in you says it's not right, something needs to be done, or when you see a, a business opportunity and something in you jumps and says, There's an opportunity. Or when you you know you see someone who just simply needs a, a simple practical hand, and you're like, and some it's a it's the gift of God, it's God opening a window on your life, He like opens the blinds, and shuts them. He's like, and but something in you sparked. A, a, a little ember got in you. Something, and it, Paul is saying to Timothy, it's like open and closed. Like I've, I've laid my hands on you. I've prophesied over you. I've called out the giftings within you. Now you fan into flame the gift of God that is on your life. Don't tell your pastor to do it or your leader to do it or your wife or your husband to do it or don't hope that someone else will do it. I would say each and every one of us in this room could quite promptly um, name our key motivator. That thing that just, and it probably is not work. It might be. But your job will help you get, it's all part of it. Bringing out so Paul says to Timothy, fan into flame the gift of God that is on your life. And as each of us, as individual members of the body of Christ, but also knowing that we're called into this oneness under Christ Jesus as we all begin to fan into flame the individual gifts of God on our life. Like if you're having a conversation with someone and it goes something like this, if only someone would do something about that, you're probably the person who's meant to do something about it. Like that may be a news flash, but if you're ever having, the, man, why, why doesn't someone, that someone is you. You you lucky person! If you don't have don't have that conversation any longer, unless you're prepared to be the person who does something about it. Why don't they? No. Why don't you? If only they did. No. Why? Well, why don't you do it? Oh, well, I'm too busy. Well, everybody's busy. Every God always interrupted the busybody. Like my mum said to me, if you want something done, just ask a busy person. God is the same. Peter's out fishing. Jesus says, Come follow me. He's like, What now? He's like, Yeah, now's good. So I'm, I'm the, I, I've got stuff going on. You know, like Elisha, I always get these two guys mixed up, was plowing the field with his ox and his plows. And the old prophet walks past and he whacks him with his cloak and he says, Come follow me. It's like, Now, yes. Now, yeah, all through the Bible, like Paul, while he was on the road to Damascus to persecute the church, God intercepted him. He was a man on a mission. He wasn't staring up into heaven thinking, I've got nothing to do with my life. He was like, I've got something to do. It's to persecute the church. Jesus interrupts him and, and recenters him and and takes that, that gift of zeal and tenacity and just that that unwillingness to quit God puts his his spirit in him and turns him around and makes him one of the the greatest pioneers of the early church and so we, we, we can't be people that say, if only someone would, maybe we're the person that God is trying to show that we are the person to, we've got that spark in us. And as we fan it into flame, as we begin to uncover that which God has put in us, that is the rise that comes to the body of Jesus Christ. Not just relying on a few super gifts or a few super productive people, but each part doing its part, not competing, oh, I need to do it like them, no, you do you, and you fan into flame the gift of God, it is, we love going to the beach, and one of the things the kids love to do at the beach is, can we light a fire, well, that's what beaches are for, right, fires, and so we do, we, we scour the, 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 high tide line, and we gather up dry driftwood or whatever, you know, there's all sorts of burnable stuff on the beach, life jackets and dinghies and, you know, those kayaks that litter the place. And we gather up all this wood, and, and, you, and you get it burning. And you sit there, and it's enjoyable. Your feet get warm, and, you know, smoke gets in your eyes. And and it's, it's an awesome moment, and then it inevitably begins to burn down, at which you you put on more wood if you've got more. Otherwise, everyone scampers further down the beach dragging back more wood to put on the fire to, to keep fanning that thing into flame to keep it burning and and you know some of us we've we've just lost that initial that initial heat we've just that that initial fire that burned that sometimes life just throws water on it discouragement throws water on it. We can try and feel like, oh, I've failed, and, and it feels like Put put water on it, but I can't encourage you enough. Fan it into flame. Do not be discouraged. You know, if you've had a go, good on you. You've probably done a lot more than most people have. If you've failed, good on you. Richard Branson said this, if you fall on your face, at least you're moving forwards. Like, don't be discouraged if you've had a go or you've served in an area of church or you've served in an area in the community and it didn't quite feel like your thing. This is all part of the uncovering process. This is all part of the fanning into flame process. Do not be discouraged. Do not do not grow weary in doing good for in due course you shall reap the harvest. God who began the good work in you, He will bring it to completion. We have these underlying scriptures that hold us through the setbacks and, and through the difficult times. But each and every one of us, our, our call and our commission from God is to, to fan into flame that little thing that's burning inside of us. That spark, that, that motivator, that thing that keeps you awake at night, that thing that makes your heart speed up a bit when you, you think about it. God has put these gifts in each and every one of us, these motivators, these ideas, these solutions, these passions. Not that we would hide it and keep it to ourselves, but we would let it be revered. We would let Jesus Christ move through it, that he'll be glorified and that people would be blessed and built up because of it. For this reason, I remind you, Fan into flame the gift of God, which is in you through the lane of my hands. For the spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. And he is wanting to partner with, you know, when we get it going, he starts blowing. Like When we start moving, when we start exercising the gift, you'll be amazed at the breeze that starts to blow behind you sometimes you just got to pull up your sail in the doldrums you might feel like you're just sailing and your boat stopped but you can still pull up your sail you can still do something to catch the breeze that's coming and as you start to fan as you start to grow it and develop it and learn about your gifting you will find the breath of God starting to breathe around your life and that thing that was just quietly burning gets the breath of the Holy Spirit on and it burns with more intensity and more zeal than it ever has. Let me pray for you this morning because Thank you for joining us for this week's podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Have a blessed week.